1: Hi there, and welcome to the Explaining History podcast. Um, today I'm going to talk a little bit about the Wannsee Conference um, of January the 20th, 1942, which is uh, seen by most Holocaust um, scholars as the uh, definitive uh, organisational meeting for the final solution. Um, at this point, a, uh, a, a genocide had already been ongoing um, following the uh, Nazi, the German invasion of Poland in 1939. Um, The uh, invasion of the Soviet Union in the summer of 1941 had led to uh, an escalation in um, killing, but it was a killing that was not really um, contained to camps. There had been, throughout 1941, a a series of camps established, the Reinhard camps, uh, of which Belzec and Sobibor, um, were, were were parts of that, uh, that, that network. Uh, but the majority of the mass killings were happening uh, in places like Bielorussia and happening um, outside of um, the confinements of, of camps. So it was simply Einsatzgruppen um, commandos um, turning up at Jewish villages and massacring everybody in sight. Very often, in the Baltic states and in Belarus and other parts of occupied Russia and the Ukraine, this did involve the connivance of locals uh, for various reasons. Some who had there were deep seated anti-Semitism's in those areas to start with, and um, there were locals who equated the Jews to the uh, the hated Soviet regime that they believed the Germans had uh, liberated them from. Um, so there was by the time the vanse conference uh, began already a genocide but the genocide as we popularly understand it involving trains to auschwitz um had not taken place had not materialized uh, by this point Though many much of the infrastructure of um, auschwitz was um was emerging in the period 1941 to 1942 so uh, the timing of the vancey Conference is is interesting, and In the uh, from October nineteen forty one to January nineteen forty two, many of the illusions that um, Hitler's uh, war was built upon were shattered. Hitler's war falls into a number of phases, I guess from 1939 from September 1939 through to um about October 1940 is the first phase of the war in which you have a the uh, phony war, the invasion of Poland and the phony war in the west punctu- then a uh, um, rapid explosion of activity uh, from April 1940 um with the uh, invasion of Norway to the fall of France during the summer And then the uh, attempt to, there's a rather half-hearted attempt to defeat Britain in the Battle of Britain, which lasts really till about October um, 1940 and sees the the Germans eventually kind of see it as a kind of a a largely wasted exercise uh, and one that's probably um, not going to be won because of the resilience of the RAF. Then from um, October 1940 all the way through to June 1941 um, the focus of action turns to uh, the Mediterranean and um, Hitler decides that um, he's going to postpone action against the Soviet Union at the behest of his generals. He was originally considering invading the Soviet Union as uh, as late as um, October 1940, as early as October 1940. Um, his generals say it's madness to try to invade during the winter. You'll have to wait at least until late spring, early summer, um, 1941. And um, Hitler, for, for one of, on one of his rare occasions, uh, bows to the uh, better judgment of his generals, I think particularly because uh, some of his the more senior allies within the party suggest to him that Germany is just not ready for such an invasion but the um from the summer from june 1941 through to um december when there is an enormous counterattack outside moscow the um the war against the soviet union goes badly wrong really from the get go um some historians argue that it was uh, lost within the first 6 to 8 weeks because in that time hitler had intended to encircle the main soviet armies and destroy them Then introduce uh, the Hunger Plan, which would have starved 30 million Soviet citizens to death. Um, Finally, um, to have seized uh, the main cities. uh, Hitler is uh, interestingly apathetic about seizing Moscow. He doesn't really see the point. It's simply going to be razed to the ground anyway. Um, and as far as Leningrad goes, this is the seat of the uh, October Revolution and somewhere which should be wiped from the pages of history. So um, his policy in the East is based um, not so much on sound tactical planning, but on his own uh, peculiar um, um, beliefs and uh, ideas. Um, that uh, by this by this point he's been successfully able to overrule his generals. By the late autumn of 1941, German Army Group Centre has made it all the way to uh, the uh, the periphery of Moscow. Um, winter rains and then uh, snows bog the uh, German army down and then freeze it in their tracks. So by November, um, they're facing a crisis. They are uh, at the outskirts of the city. There are a couple of tram rides from the Kremlin itself, and yet they can't advance any further. German planning has been woefully inadequate, not only do German soldiers not have uh, winter uniforms uh, in the way that Stalin's Siberian armies do, but also German tanks don't have antifreeze and the large number of uh, animals, uh, horses particularly, that are used to pull uh, German artillery pieces and other equipment obviously die uh, on, on, on the road to Moscow. It's this opportunity that Stalin um, uh, capitalises on in December, when he realises his spy in um, Tokyo, Richard Sorge, informs him that the Japanese are focusing on Pearl Harbour and fighting the Americans, and not on um, eastern Siberia. Stalin sees that he has an opportunity to ship his Siberian divisions of uh, skilled winter fighters all the way to the west, and to launch in a massive counterattack at Moscow, um, which goes uh, surprisingly well. Um, the the Germans are forced back, but Hitler overrules his generals and forbids them from withdrawing um, any further. He, by forcing his troops to stand their ground, Hitler is able to uh, assert his authority over his generals. Um, for once, in tactical terms, Hitler is right, and his generals are wrong and The fact that Hitler is right on this in- on this occasion gives him an enormous amount of sway over his generals uh, in overruling them in the future and this would obviously lead to disaster at Stalingrad um, when the german army the German Sixth army was ordered to stay put at all costs, Hitler hoping he can repeat his success at Moscow. Anyway, anyway, the reason why this is relevant is because um, after Moscow, um, even though the German army manages to go on the offensive again in 1942, it's abundantly clear that the war is going to take a long time to win, if it's going to be won at all. And it's going to prove to be an enormous drain on German resources. Germany has managed from 1939 to 40, at least to uh, solve a great many of his economic problems simply by plundering the areas that it has conquered and this is a, another means of um, keeping the uh, German army um, on uh, mobile. Um, so the problems that are apparent after the um, failure to seize Moscow uh, after the, the Soviet counterattack. attack um, are such that a, a new set of priorities are, are required. Hitler had always intended to do something finite about the Jews um, either during or immediately after a victorious war. Besides, um, what that is, is a matter of intense debate. Whether he intended to um, create a, a forced migration of all Jews out of Europe. With obviously uh, high casualties in terms of disease, hunger, and starvation, um, on whether he intended to create a um, an Auschwitz-style final solution is a moot point. Um, there had been several proposed final solutions uh, in 1937. Adolf Eichmann, the so-called SS uh, Jewish um, specialist. Uh, visited um, Palestine, uh, the British Mandate, to see if there was a possibility of sending all of Europe's Jews there. The British had decided to close off pa- uh, Palestine to further mass Jewish um, migration uh, at around that time, due to unrest amongst the Palestinian Arabs. Um, so that one wasn't going to wasn't going to work. When the uh, when the Second World War begins, and the uh, and Poland is annexed, there is a desire on the behalf of the authorities uh, within the occupying authorities within Poland um, to create a racial dumping ground. So the a part of Poland known as the General Government um, uh, ruled by the Gauleiter Hans Frank becomes a racial dumping ground for Jews, ethnic Poles, uh, Roma. And other non-Aryan uh, Germans, whereas the parts of Germany that were annexed, um, the parts of Poland, I beg your pardon, annexed by Germany, uh, East Prussia and the Wartegau uh, are ethnically cleansed of uh, of, of non-Germans. Um, there are different methods of uh, doing this. Um, in some in some of the the Gauleiters in the region, simply put the uh, racial undesirables on the train and dump them over the border in the German government, and uh, others uh, announce that um, Poles and, in some cases, even Jews uh, are just going to have German stamped on their passports, and they'd uh, better learn German pretty damn quick, um, so so that they Hitler could be presented with the statistics that showed that the place had been uh, ethnically ethnically cleansed. Um this isn't an act of charity by the way. this was simple kind of um uh cor- corruption and um uh, lack of uh, lack-, lack of zeal. The fall of France presents um germany uh and particularly Eichmann with another opportunity to possibly deal with Jews. the uh, new fascist regime in France the Vichy regime. Uh, still controls the island of Madagascar as part of the, the French Empire, and there was an, a, a plan afoot to put Jews onto uh, large ships and uh, sail them to Madagascar, where they would be uh, left uh, as a kind of a fever colony, um, which would be, you know, essentially a slave labor camp there, guarded by an SS division. Um, and the uh, rate of mortality due to malaria and other tropical diseases would would do its work. Um, And we are edging, as you can see, in each solution, in inverted commas, to a potentially more genocidal final act. The um, dominance of the Royal Navy at sea... And the uh, failure of Germany to remove Britain from the war meant that the Madagascar plan was never going to work either. And the problem that Hitler's victories were creating for his uh, racial, new racial order um, were that um, as he expanded into the East, as he conquered Poland, um, millions more Jews, perhaps more, far more than were expected, Uh, had become uh, unwilling citizens of Hitler's empire. And the uh, racial ordering of Hitler's empire with um, an an Aryan super race and, shall we say, lesser Aryan peoples um, of uh, Western Europe and then Slavic slave peoples um, was... Being disrupted by the presence of a large number of Jews, they don't seem they don't fit into the equation anywhere. These are not just um, inferior peoples in Hitler's eyes. These are dangerous people, dangerous people indeed. Um, so, the next plan that Hitler has um, really is the idea of moving them uh, into the east. I say Hitler has. What most likely happened is something like this. And bear in mind, there is a scant amount of documentation, either because Hitler never signed anything and he was an.
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. or possibly the fact that it was an enormous amount of paperwork burned at the end of the Second World War. What Hitler tended to do is have a very informal structure of government, particularly when discussing things he wished to keep very secret, and most things were done through conversations and private chats on long walks um, at the, uh, the Berghof, and so Hitler um, would perhaps have had a conversation with somebody like Goering or Himmler, um, and intimated to them that he wanted something done about the Jews and the and Russia uh, and the conquest of Russia would be a a perfect opportunity Hitler had made um, overtures to Stalin or perhaps Ribbentrop had made it overtures to Stalin uh, during the the signing of the Nazi-Soviet pact that um, Germany's Jews uh, or Europe's conquered Jews could be shipped to Russia as slave labour, gulag labour in essence um, and and worked to death uh, in the uh, Siberian far north. Stalin, suspicious of Hitler and wondering whether these people would turn out to be some kind of German fifth column, turned him down and said no thank you. Um, but the conquest of the Soviet Union was then to involve um, what Hitler uh, termed as the Ostplan or Hitler and his uh, his uh, senior, senior Nazi ministers and uh, generals called the Ostplan, which was to um, ship uh, the Jews to the east for manual slave labour. Really, um, the ability to kind of dig uh, ditches and roads and do manual labour was um, less important than the fact that it would be it, it would kill a large number of them. It was there, there may be some kind of you know productive kind of uh, outcome to this, in that the, the Reich gets uh, things built and made for it, but the um, the fact that it would kill most human beings in the space of two to three months was, was the, in, the intended outcome. Um, the failure to adequately conquer the Soviet Union um, means that this uh, Ost plan is also not going to happen, and it is the period from um, about November 1941 all the way through to January 1942. It crystallises that understanding that the Soviet Union is not going to be conquered quickly. However, there had been discussions of a, um, a final solution as early as the summer of 1941. And so... Where the dis- where the decision comes and the and what the decision is based on to hold the Vancey conference is controversial. I mean, I for one believe it is profoundly affected by that period where the Soviets fight back and the territory in which to work millions of Jews to death in doesn't materialize. But is, there is obvious evidence that an industrialized process of mass killing was being considered before the um, failure of uh, the first stage of Operation Barbarossa. So the Vancey Conference itself is held by Reinhard Heydrich. Heydrich is Himmler's deputy, and he is head of the Reich Security Office. And that's an, an interesting fact in itself. You have somebody carrying out the great racial reordering of the Third Reich, but his focus is is on the issue of security and the reason for that is simple, is that the Jews were perceived as being not just subhuman peoples but also a dangerous subversive threat to the Reich. These were enemies of the Reich and by early 1942 their extermination was seen as a priority. Um, Hitler had, shortly after the uh, attack on Pearl Harbour, decided to declare war on the USA as well, believing that now he was in a a global struggle and it made sense really to to get on and fight it. But for Hitler, the priority always was the enemy within, that the, um, the three powers arranged against him, the USA, the British Empire, and the USSR were all in some way Jewish pawns, and uh, that they, the, the Jews, were behind this one. Um, so he believed, and so the the war against the Jews um, begins in earnest when the when Hitler perceives himself from going from a European to a global war. The conference would have taken place earlier um, in um, early December had it not been for the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. All of a sudden uh, German civil servants and military planners were required to abandon whatever meetings they had and to focus on a whole range of tasks which were informed by this new set of, uh, event, of world events developments. Some historians have argued that the timing of the conference um, was an indication by Hitler that um, the the Jews needed to be exterminated ex- immediately, um, that because there appeared to be no end in sight to the war, that um, the extermination of the Jews would not be a post-war goal, but would be actually a war aim in itself, that if nothing else was achieved throughout the war, then this one act would be a um, a sufficient kind of uh, legacy for Hitler, um, something that um, he could claim as a victory. Shipping Jews deep into Russia was no longer possible, and so part of uh, German-occupied territory, uh, the general government in Poland, would be the ideal spot, um, the uh, railway network that led to um, Auschwitz, or Zwiecim uh, as it is now known, Um, made it an ideal site. Um, The fact that there was abundant water and coal nearby in Silesia um, meant that uh, German uh, businesses, particularly particularly IG Farben, that uh, built the Auschwitz-Monowitz site there, uh, would be able to benefit from large amounts of slave labour. So it made uh, sense from a Nazi point of view to put the, uh, the site of mass killing at Auschwitz. Um, there was already a um, uh, concentration camp um at, at at auschwitz at the site at the site of the town of um, auschwitz um and the new camp birkenau um would be the um, site of mass killing there was an immense amount of killing at what is known as auschwitz 1 in the town of auschwitz um, but the capacity at auschwitz birkenau for killing uh in industrial quantities um, was uh, at that point, prior to the vancey Conference, um, not realised. Um, eventually, by the end of the war, um, trains are driven directly into um, Auschwitz-Birkenau and their um, victims offloaded and taken on a, a couple of hundred yard walk to directly to the gas chambers. It used to be Um, earlier in the life of Auschwitz-Birkenau in 1942 that um, people would be walked from the nearby station or marched from the nearby station um, directly into the camp. At the conference um, a list of European countries was divided into two, those that the Germans already occupied and those which they would eventually occupy or force into submission uh, and force uh, uh, a um, transit of their Jews from. Countries such as Britain, Ireland or Portugal were on the list um, with uh, quite precise uh, statistical uh, breakdowns of the numbers of Jews there. And the ambition and scope, if ambition is the right word, but the scope of what was being suggested was that every Jew in Europe from Cork to the Urals was to be sent to Auschwitz or or its sister camps for extermination, every last one and uh, this would include countries that had yet to be conquered and it numbered about 12 million Jews Throughout the uh, proceedings the word evacuation keeps coming up and it is essentially a, a code for extermination. Um, the uh, even at uh, a meeting discussing uh, the final solution, the, um, the final murder of all of Europe's Jews, it's interesting that Heydrich and Eichmann can't use words like uh, mass killing, um, because this is, uh, on some level, um, engaging with the with the actual, the actual, the actual um, dialogue of genocide. Is is on some level unpalatable. Uh, or something that um, the bureaucrats who uh, largely attend the vance Conference don't want to be forced to acknowledge. As well as death camps, a whole network of transit camps, uh, particularly Theresienstadt in uh, what had been Czechoslovakia, were developed. Um, and this was uh, part of the acknowledgement that there was an, an immense logistical problem Uh, involved in uh, shipping um, so many people around Europe uh, and keeping them uh, in secure locations. Uh, In um, France, the Drancy camp, and in Holland, the Westerbork camp, um, were all places where Jews could be concentrated and then shipped to Auschwitz. And the Holocaust at this stage was also going to require a great deal of non German um, helpers and non-German collaborators. Um, You only need to uh, look at, for example, the story of Anne Frank to note that she was arrested by Dutch policemen, not German ones. And the um, question of who uh, liquidated the Jews of Paris um, and who shipped them to the Drancy Camp. Well, this was largely done by um, pliant uh, French authorities um, and um, occupied countries were in many instances more than happy to help to to round up the Jews. The one uh, notable example where this isn't the case is uh, Denmark, uh, which is a fascinating story and perhaps one for another time. It was Adolf Eichmann that took the minutes at the uh, Valency Conference, many of which were included at his trial in Jerusalem in the nineteen sixties, and he was told by Eichmann uh, to, by Heydrich, I beg your pardon, to keep out of the record uh, anything too explicit. Um, hence the the use of kind of euphemism, um, though during the um, discussion during um, Heidrich's keynote speech, he does shy away from explicitly using uh, terms like death and killing. Um, so there is a uh, kind of very massaged record, very bureaucratized record, used in all sorts of kind of uh, Nazified management speak of what was going to go ahead. Now, of course, Hitler isn't at this meeting, and the question of what Hitler knew about this meeting is one that has vexed scholars. We have got nothing on paper really that indicates that hitler um had any communications about this meeting but it would be almost inconceivable to suggest that he didn't know about it or indeed approve it um, such a major uh, area of policy um was what uh, which it was um central to all of hitler's thinking would not have gone ahead without his say-so or without his explicit approval. After all, the whole reason for people like Himmler and Goering to um, start to force uh, genocide up the list of the Reich's priorities was to secure their place um, at Hitler's side. As soon as uh, Operation Barbarossa had run into trouble, there was an immense scramble amongst uh, senior Nazis to um, ensure that they were the people who would be um, who, who, who whose careers would continue and who would be fated by Hitler, um, and the development of a genocidal policy um, to please Hitler, and which may not have been written out in hand by Hitler but is authorised and given his blessing, this is the means by which they feel it can be done. Okay, so I hope this has been useful. If you're doing your um, uh, coursework this year, a great many students across Britain will be doing their coursework on um, the Holocaust. Was it a master plan by Hitler, intentionalism, or was it part of the product of the war? Um, it's an, I guess it's kind of... there are elements of both. Um, I'm more down on the functionalist side of things myself. I think the war has an immense part to play. But for further reading... Get yourself Julia Routledge's The Genocidal Century, where these questions and the Vancey Conference are fully explored. Um, You can download it from the Explaining History website, www.explaininghistory.com, or you can download your own copy from the link below this podcast. Um, We've got some great new titles coming out between now and January, and... uh, I'll be announcing all those uh, in the next few uh, weeks and days. Check out um, next week when we do our 100th podcast. There'll be a great giveaway. I bet you can't wait. Anyway, thanks for listening. And as I said, check out Julia Routledge's The Genocidal Century. It's a brilliant read and everything you need as a student to help navigate the Holocaust. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.